All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We are rolling on a Friday. We are here in the uh, the Tower Chrysler Studios in Marteloup. It's Barn <laughs> It's Barnburner here on the, uh, I believe it's the 14th of October. Just today. act normal. Yeah, everything's normal. And as we've been told many times, uh, Friday is Hawaiian shirt day. So if you'd like, you could wear, you know, a Hawaiian shirt. If you'd and, like to. And jeans. Yeah. So is this, a, is this what it's going to be? I don't know. I I have a couple and I've, I've got a bit of a catalog, yeah. but I don't want to have to buy 12 of them. So for people that we'll if you're listening on the podcast and you don't know that there is uh, the video portion, we are on YouTube every day, live from 1030 until whenever we end, go and find us on, you know, just Google it, you know, Gigs. go Google your YouTube or whatever. Well, that, that'll be me. We're getting some there. Let me do that. Um, and, and like and subscribe on the YouTube, because the more you do that, the, the bigger the show gets and we can do kind of all that kind of stuff. Rhett Warner, not uh, so now you're not in Calgary, but it's also wearing, you're not in Buffalo. He's wearing his fancy jacket. He's out and about. Are you in a are you in a limousine? I'm traveling. No, I'm not in a limousine. Getting close to my destination, though, boom. You'd be excited. The sun came out. It was pouring rain here yesterday, apparently. Not okay. good for both. Pouring rain there. There. So did you drive or fly to this destination? Got to fly. A little okay. long to drive, and the uh, traffic's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Can we see out the window? You should start to recognize. That's very nice. Very nice. But we are in the uh, the Tower Chrysler Studios right now at Tower. You can get your uh, winter peace of mind inspection done on your vehicle, just $59.95. Bring in your winter tires. They're going to swap them out free of charge. Love it. How about that? Make sure that they're on the rims, though, right? Don't just be bringing in tires, no rims. That's, you know. Your mounted tires, bring them in. You Free tell me what to do. I'll do it. It is TowerCryzer.com, 10901 McLeod Trail South. Flames last night, get a uh, get a big win at home. The streak, the snap, the schneid is over. Yeah, there you go. The first time since what? Uh, 2009? October 1st of 09. They get a win in game one. And it's kind of like the Honda Center that can frig off, Ricky. We're not talking about that again. That's right. So now no and... Because it was the case with that one. Yeah. And now this, no more need to go back and revisit Rhett Warner data. Right. Because Rhett, you're, obviously. You're even more obsolete and irrelevant than you were a day ago. Just a day further from fame and celebrity status, Rhett. I, I was down at the Sabres game yesterday, and I could tell you I did not feel very famous. Although I did find a jersey. There was one in the crowd. There was one in the crowd that uh, one man knew his, his hockey. Is that who we got the photo of? There was two Warner jerseys that showed up in a photo. That's right. We should have grabbed that. It's in our chat. We're going to get better at this. So, and the Sabres win last night. Craig Anderson stood at his head. He was uh, from the, from the highlights that I saw. Look at this. Look where Warner is at. You're going to have to describe this to people, Dean. Look at that. Start spreading the news. Hector Cortez and the New York Yankees. Game two today against the Cleveland whatever they are. It's the Guardians. All right, yeah, they changed their name. Yeah. The Commanders? Is that who they are? No, that's the football team. Elks? Elk. Yeah, something like that. I don't that. know. So you are... Because this game, you said it was rained out yesterday. That was the original plan. That's why we are talking yesterday's show. You were going to... Game two. Yeah. You were going to be going, but then it wasn't. You celebrated that the game was rained out. And it's Nestor Cortez that's pitching. And he's got that Sorry, evil, sinister, cartoon bad guy look nailed. Yeah. He's he's uh, Snidely Whiplash. Is that who it is? I'm not sure. I think it's that's one of those evil with. cartoon villains. He's pitching with, today. I'm with Hector because uh, my kids have been watching Breaking Bad. Okay. It's been a lot of that. Um, and Hector's a bad man. So is Cortez. He's been yeah. dirty this year. So, so if we want to talk about the Flames game, not a great, not so much. But Sabers, you have some intel for us. Sabers were great. Okay, good. The cab, though. <laughs> we're alive, making things happen. Are you going to tip Sabres them? Sabers were good, but a- Anderson, no, tip them. Don't tip. Remember, Anderson was awesome. Right. He saved the Sabers. Jeff well, Anderson was be there. The- that's right. His kid made his NHL debut. Yeah. I didn't get to watch much of the game. I was uh, just losing. You were, but you said you weren't very popular. People didn't know who you were, but still lots of schmoozes. No, 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 right? Yeah. You have to wear your jersey and you have to. I got to throw t shirts out in the rain last night. That was exciting. It's really good. It was, uh, yeah, there wasn't a lot of people walking up. Hey, Mr. Werner, how are you? Yeah, no. A lot hey. of. Uh, a lot of odd looks like who's that guy and who's that hey. long-armed man in the sabers jersey throwing things at me well it's not yeah. dumb hassock i don't know son do you want his autograph kids are like no that's okay i'm fine <laughs> anderson's got to be the oldest guy in the league now zdeno char is yeah. retired you know where you're going, he was, what, like a pto last year in buffalo yeah 
Ottawa, his old yeah. team, like he'd retired and unretired to go to Buffalo. That's what it was. It wasn't PTO, but like that's uh, if uh, interesting that he's the one with again. him. Uh, anyway, he's not anyway. he's older than that. He's like 42 or something. Flames win 5-3 over Colorado last night, uh, Retro. The the new guys got in. A couple assists for Uyghur, Huberdo, a helper, Kadri, a helper. They are uh, fitting in great so far. Bunch of dirty he shirts. Score, though. He didn't score, did he? Because we had bets nope. that he was going to score. Yeah, and Manjapani missed like three golden ones, and I'm like, that's my goal probably, or prop yeah, yeah. that I liked yesterday. Stupid guy. Oh, I got to talk about him. Hey, is this going to be a problem? Got Let's the, find out. I got to throw the phone down because I got to go through security. Oh, okay. Uh, well, just tell them you're uh, selling stocks. Don't they know who you are? Yeah. I'm hanging up. I'll call you back. Yeah, All great. Right, All right. Yeah. There you go. Red, well, to be Red. fair, we're not going to get the best uh, breakdown from Avs Flames from the guy that was at the Sabres that game. didn't watch any That's of it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I saw that highlight. No, you didn't. So interesting in this one. Yeah. So the Flames, it was a 12-season streak of not winning game number one. 12 years, man. It's and I think the end. next closest in NHL history was seven. You're like, ooh. Yeah, it was. They like, had it. This a, is really ugly. Yeah, they had it and really kind of stretched their legs on it. So they yeah. get the they get the victory, and not to take anything away, I was talking with Princey earlier this morning. You play the schedule that you've got. You can't control what other teams are doing. That's not, I would think, the Colorado Avalanche team that we're going to see. Shots were really lopsided through the first half of that game. Fourteen came three out, after the first period. Are you their, kidding me? Yeah, put their foot down and and really really went after them. So it's 5-1 in the third. If they don't score on that weird first shot of the game where Byram just kind of pokes it in, I mean, yeah, I understand the abs were better as it went on, but it also, the further the game got out of reach, that's kind of what happens in hockey games, It does, right? Inevitably, it was like the abs were bad, but they got into their hotels, they said at 20-4? to four. Yeah. Oof. You get you get to the third period, a team's got one lead, regardless yeah. of what Daryl or anybody's going to be saying on the bench. We've talked about it a lot. I just think it's human nature. It's the competitive thing. We're going to protect. We'll sit back. The other team has the ability to go. They get a power play goal, that little give and go there from uh, from Nachushkin. They make it close. And it was interesting. I thought it was kind of Kelly Rudy's like, this is a big power play here because now yeah. you can get to within. It's sure enough. Mm -hmm. And they had how many chances at that empty net? Icing, icing. What, three or four? Yeah. yeah. Um, but... It, it was a, an early season type of a feel. Yeah. Guys taking chances, making some mistakes. I had it down at first game, first regular season game for uh, Mackenzie Weger. High event hockey, is that what you what we call it? You hated it, but I gave you the TJ Brody comparison. I didn't like it. I know you don't, but you, you, what TJ was was a very effective defenseman, but when he made mistakes, you always noticed them. Great pass. Excellent pass was Anderson well. coming out of the box. Put yeah. it on his tape. They score. Great play. Going for the corner. It's a heavy pinch. Oh, Nate McKinnon free the other way. Scores. Okay, so this is yeah. what it's, it's a pinball machine with yeah. McKenzie. Well, and, and the coach said, and I think others said, that like it's going to take some while away from the puck to get him familiar with what Daryl wants. Uh, that said, the coach was complimentary about how things were at practice. I was a little leery about how they'd look because – I didn't think they looked that sharp necessarily in those last two games against Winnipeg in the limited viewing that it, I, I gave it being preseason. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's pretty darn sound for all the new faces and the new combinations. Like, Tyler Foley didn't play with 
Lindholm last year at all, no. right? It's not just Huberto, the new guy there. You know, Dubé playing and Manjapani playing with a center they'd never played with before in a regular season game. You knew what Coleman and Backlund can do. They played a bunch together last year. But other than that, everyone's played with new line mates. And what was it, the first shift? Mandrip or uh, Huberto with that great pass through the same scoring chance on the first shift. So, okay. Tafoli had a bunch of chances yeah, last did. night. And I, I, I kind of, it's really early. We don't want to overreact. But if the second line is going to be dependable and give you offense, the first line might not be, it might just run hotter and cold. But I like that they created chances offensively. I don't think they're going to be dynamic defensively, but that's okay. Yeah. If you have a Backlund Coleman line and the Cadre line, Shelter that top unit, and I do like having your best finisher with your best passer, and that's Defoli on the other wing opposite Huberto. And that I think that's what you look at Colorado last year. They had their dynamic first line because that was the thing with Caudry. Career year, he was not on the first team power play, and yeah. he was not on their first line. You you would love to be in a position where your top line isn't. You're solely dependent. You yep. look at last year; the top line was great, but it. It was pretty limited after that. And exactly. What what could you count on from your second line? Well, I mean, there's a rotating cast of guys. Manjapani was very good the first half of the season for the second line, no matter who the line mates were. And Coleman and Backland and Manjapani, when they were together, were excellent. But they really didn't play a bunch together after they got to Foley. That second line, I think, is really a key cog here. Uh, we now go back live to Yankee Stadium, where today the the Yankees will uh, take on the Cleveland, whatever they are. So, uh, Rhett Warner joining us from what looks to be the beer line. It sure, it sure is. Dude, does anyone have any recommendations? Oh, Mickey Michelob Ultra, that's a treadmill beer. Steinberg would love the Michelob, the Michelob yeah. Ultras. Yeah. Aren't those like two, two and a half percent? What are you, you're, you're drinking bath water. It's like minus 10 that. calories, yeah. I gotta get What's this. the order going to be? Oh, look at that. Pinstripes on the beer. Are you kidding me? I don't mind that. Yeah. So you're there uh, You're there with the shoveler, your uh, your lovely wife. Is she a Yankee fan, or how does that work? Yeah. Big really? Oh, your audio's... Your audio's fired, honestly, I guess. Yeah, because the in-laws are big Yankee yeah, fans. Yeah, whenever right? the in-laws are visiting, they'd yeah. always be very emotional, hanging, <laughs> winning and dying with every Yankees game. <laughs> Nice thing is that I'm adaptable. Right. right. Yeah, you're you're it. very bandwagon esque, limber, sure. flexible. Dude. Yeah. Adaptable. <laughs> so you were saying yesterday. Oh, look at that. Maybe oh. we'll just drive to Cleveland. Is the plan? Because now you're such a big Yankees fan for the last 20 minutes <laughs> since you've been to the stadium. Will you be going to Cleveland for game for, yeah. for the I guess game three, whenever it'll be Sunday? They might lose that travel uh, I'm too. Driving. Sucker, but I couldn't sell my Yankees tickets. I paid too much. <laughs> so you wanted to not go today. So. Yeah. So did you uh, did you buy like StubHub? Were these uh, secondary yeah, seats? He's walking to the seats now. Watch this. He's walking to the seats. No, this is, we'll see how low he gets. Got, You're not going yet. I'm not going to the seats yet. I got to go get a jersey and a hat. Support the spot. <laughs> this is how you hardcore fan, eh? I'm here. <laughs> I'm getting a pinstripe beer. Where, where are the jerseys and hats? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do Jeter doesn't play anymore. Pinstripe? Yeah. The gray or the pinstripe? I mean, they're all pinstripes. But... I like the gray 
I know you're there. I'm, I'm more partial to the gray. The, the pinstripe, it looks good on the players to wear it. Yeah. It's, you, you gotta want it. Well, and what are they wearing today? That's maybe you take your cue there, Rhett, if you see them shagging balls out there or whatever. No, they'll be wearing the, they'll be wearing the pinstripes. Yeah. Don't see the grays often do I enough, the, do, I do a judge? What am I calling? With the, well, the problem is, I hate to say no, it. No, he'll resign there. He, uh, it's the Yankees. They're not going to lose him in free agency. He may not be a Yankee for much longer. I hope you're right. Nestor Cortez, who's starting today, and Rhett, both phenomenal top drawer mustaches. And I don't know what Cortez's contractual status is. I don't know if this is a one-year thing. But if you knew he was a Yankee for a while, yeah, what a time to get a Cortez chance. I've said it before. There's so much real estate on that upper lip. A lot of follicles. Now, now that yeah. now that we are doing that, can we get it sponsored? What's Warner's that? Warner's lip brought to you by here on Barnburn. We get- we're we're selling anything. Apparently, <laughs> if you'd like to sponsor Warner's lip, yeah. contact Upper our sales lip. department. Yeah. If that sells, we'll offer Set. a lower lip. Yeah. The soul patch. All right, go uh, get your jersey, get your hat, and uh, when you get to your seats, yeah, we'll get you back in. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, goodbye. There See he goes. Um, it's kind of fun, hey? We can do this. Great. Yeah, it's awesome. So back to the uh, back to the game from last night. 700th career win yeah. for Daryl Sutter, tying him with Mike Babcock. 10th all-time. And we talked about this, I guess, last season because there mm. were there was a kind of a, a collection of coaches in games played and in victories yep. where Daryl, you just knew he was going to go up uh, very quickly. Games played, he's 11th, 1,398 after last night. Games coached, yeah. Games coached, uh, which puts him two behind Pat Quinn to move into 10th, three behind Ron Wilson for 9th, and then 48 behind Dick Irvin. So this season, he will move into 8th all-time in games coached, and obviously 700 wins puts him uh, in top 10. We are talking about a legit Hall of Fame first ballot. Hall of Fame coach. Yeah, I don't know how that works with coaches, but yeah, yeah he's a Hall of Famer. Right. And he's a he's one of the best coaches of all time. And I think the time from the LA Cups to his return in Calgary might have forgotten how effective the way he views and coaches the game just is. Yeah. And he's a guy that doesn't mind playing, oh, I'm just a rancher kind of guy. He's a sharp cat. He was into possession metrics way before a lot of people in in the business were. He understands holding the puck and not letting the other team have it. His teams generally outchance other teams for large, large stretches, even if there's a bit of a talent deficit. And I think those Canes teams, you forget how long he was there. They hung two banners and, you know, it, it was a sour, it's not the best taste at the end, but he didn't forget how to coach. He's evolved as well. I got to like, I'm trying to think back. I think there were a lot of people and I was kind of unsure and read at the time said, you're looking for a coaching change. If you're making a change, bring back Daryl. Yeah. And I hadn't really thought about it. The moment he said it, you're like, wow, that makes so much sense. It does. Why didn't we think of it? Because he was, you know, the game is always moving towards younger coaches, new way of thinking this whole, who's the next young stud coach, right? That's the whole, the way the whole league was. This really felt like, 
some people thought it was desperate. It felt like he's already done it before. Are you really bringing him back? How often does that work where a guy comes yeah. back for a second tour of duty? It's like, this is the only guy the owner trusts. There's all that stuff because he's got a relationship there. Yeah, I wasn't sure that he was going to coach again. He's not shy. He's not short on confidence. He's a very confident guy. Well, he said in the press conference he was only going to coach in two markets if they're ever available again. Chicago, yeah. where he's got a lot of history playing and coaching, and here where he essentially said unfinished business at the press conference last year. And think about the context of that. They were a bad team that fired their coach mid-season. And he's talking about unfinished business, a.k.a. winning a cup. Yeah. They'd missed the playoffs that year, but like he believes that much. Like he, To your point about confidence, like he wants to win a cup with this team. You're like, just get in the playoffs, man. Yeah, but that, he, that's how effective he is. He knows he, he's, this group. And he, he said he he's kind of sees himself as a steward of the franchise in a way. It's interesting. So guy comes back and it starts to pay dividends almost like he did leading up to 04. It comes in. It wasn't immediate. It took a little time. Guys start to f slot in, learn the kind of re re-educate themselves on how they're going to play. Their style has to change for a number of guys. It did for Johnny. It did for a lot of guys. You put that line together too, the end of that season. Yeah. And I wonder, because we heard some comments last night afterwards talking about Mackenzie Weger. We, I mean, we have fun with it. As a coach, as Daryl Sutter, the coach, that's a little too high risk. Yeah. Right? Well, that's, that's what he said. going to have to come. with the puck was the way he started yeah. that comment. Yeah. And it's when you've got the tools, it's fine. We'll get them rounded into form. But I think it's kind of a, it's kind of a neat story that you could have looked at Sutter and thought that he was done after L.A., finally yeah. wins the Cups use the Western analogy to ride off into the sunset, yeah. but no, he comes back and wins a Jack Adams yeah. and now has a team that is you know, on paper. Either way, they are, they are all in to the extent that they can be to try and win. It's and f similarly last year when the Canucks hired Boudreaux, you're like, Oh geez, this is going to work. Like he's getting long in the tooth. And it's like, he's one of the winningest guys in the regular season by percentage ever. Yeah. It's like he hasn't forgot either. Like you're right. This everyone's obsessed with the the next great young coach, but for every Jay Woodcroft, if he is one, and certainly he's got some talent to work with, there's also like the Gullets and Jeff Ward, you know, fall flat young guys. Uh, I think Daryl's. If if you had to describe the Flames and what their identity was, you just say Daryl Sutter hockey. There's not a lot of coaches you can just say their name and understand how they're going to play, what they look like, how they operate. And so I don't think the C is a big thing because Daryl is the identity. Yeah. Do you think they'll do a captain this year? I don't get the sense that they will. And if they do, it'll kind of contradict what Daryl said publicly. So like he's setting the tone on all this stuff. Yeah. Isn't he? I think at some point you, you put a letter on yeah, somebody. But I, don't, I think before, you, if it's going to be a new guy, you got to see how he fits in. Yeah. And you got to see if he's a guy that Daryl He's playing the way Daryl wants, I should, I should say. Like, if Huberto's going to be a great offensive player, but sloppy defensively, I just don't know that Daryl's going to put a C on him. If he can shore up that side of his game, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. You know, Tanev, to me, screams it. Backlund's longest tenured, but I don't think he's quite there. I think an alternate's adequate. Lindholm, okay, there's two years left on his deal. Like, there's a lot of decisions that go in here, and to be honest, it's more fan media banter than it actually is for, for the coach, the GM, and the players. Yeah, and I wonder about Huberto. Just because he's going to be here for so long, bar nine trade, years, yeah. Right? It's if if you want to, if you want to put a letter on a guy, and 
because he, he was not in Florida. He was obviously one of the leaders there, mm-hmm. but there was, you know, Barkov was the captain and maybe he's not leadership quality I, I, or, or captain, whatever. Just let him, let him be whatever he is. You don't put the letter on him. Just let him play. I don't know. I, but I've talked to enough guys over the years. And I remember it was Mike Rogers who said there's, it is an important role. Don't to, to have the letter on your chest does mean something within that locker room. It does mean something to the individual and it does mean something to the team. Whereas we on the outside say, oh, what is is it different? He's going to be the same guy. It does affect guys and you have to kind of be wary of that. I think also from Daryl and and the general manager's perspective, you don't do a C just to check a box. Yeah. Because what you said and what Mike Rogers alludes to is real. It has to be the right person in that room. It can't be a, oh, Taylor Hall was picked first. Uh, He gets the C. It would be great to be able to sit down with uh, with Daryl and pick his mind on that. I go back to last year, the day that Guy Lafleur passed away, yeah. and he sat there at the podium or was asked about it, and he just started to ring out stories. What captains has he played with, played for, has admired during his career as a coach? I know he brought up Vinny LeCavalier as a guy that – had a lot of respect for him, Marty St. Louis, when he went behind the bench with Montreal, the respect that he had for him. I bet you he's got a, because he will, he will have a take and a, and a strong belief on what a captain is, should be the importance of it. I, I would love to be able to do that someday. Well, and just his last two stops, LA and Calgary prior, Aginla and Kopitar. And it came off of Dustin Brown, because there was a switch there too. And Dustin Brown and Daryl that yeah. at the end, that was one of the really frayed relationships. And everyone thought Dustin Brown was done. He posted some big numbers post. I mean, that that is the other thing with Daryl. There's there's some wear and tear. Did the C come off of Conroy and go to Aginla with Daryl here, or was that prior? Um, that's a good question. And where shouldn't have been, you know, I should but it would have been right. It would have been before sure. or that, because I think Iggy scores fifty one or two in the O one season. A Greg Gilbert. It was prior boys. Yeah, yeah prior. it makes sense. 02, I think it was. I just can't envision yeah. that playoff run happening without the CEO and Iggy that year, and that was Daryl's first full season there. Yeah, and and we talked to Connie about it when we chatted with him in the past. That you know he knew he had to do it, and there was a certain time where it's like, yeah, it's time to pass the torch. Like this, we're talking about a superstar and a leader of this group. It's his now. If you're listening to the podcast, we invite you to get over to YouTube either live every morning or or after the fact if you want to watch. Uh, Warner in the beer line or whatever it is that we end up doing uh, go to YouTube Flames Nation the Nation Network you're going to be able to get there subscribe like it that helps us out in a big way yeah, five stars love it boys yeah you, and you love it of course of course you do no thumbs down no thumbs down just don't need skip that the first 15 minutes episode one <sighs> and and maybe a just a tight part of yesterday's show as well what are you talking about Ask a guy to swear. You're telling me it's there's I no didn't restrictions. I didn't ask you to swear. You I said did. if you wanted to swear, and God, of all the places you could have gone. For two days, I held off, and you kept asking me. Now you understand why I had a little uh, trepidation. Speaking of which, South Street Burger on board. They are going to be the, uh, the sponsors of the South Street Swear Jar. We'll start it next week. We'll let you off the hook there because that's a... Well, it wasn't one of the five curse words that was outlined. It wasn't, but boy, um, if, if you were going to have kind of a, a, a range, a hierarchy say there, yeah. you had like a poop yeah. is down here and what you said is way up here, yeah. the dollar value, are we going to have a fluctuation? That's, that might be a blue bill into the jar instead of a loony, if you know what I mean. 
But again, as I said, red bill, some brown. parts of the word, world, that's way down. No, the, it's not. The, it is. Nowhere I, is it. Cell Street Burger, seven locations across Calgary. CellStreetBurger.com to find the one nearest you. Tonight, over at the old Jimmy Condon Arena. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy was good, so good, back backwards skating, crossovers. Really? So right? good at it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, tonight, Jimmy Condon Arena, 7.30 until 9 p.m. It is the free public skate. Brian and South Street said, you How know cool what? Is that, eh? We're just going to go rent some ice. Anybody in the neighborhood or wherever you are, come on out, free skate, bring your family. they got some great prizes for you to win. They're partnering with Kids Sport. Yeah. That's a big part of their focus this year as well. So a pretty cool, uh, cool initiative. There you go. Five. Put up a billboard and have a picture of a burger. You go buy some ice and right. help some people. That's right. Love buddy. it. That's right. Um, any other observations? You were saying before we came on just that our first regular season look, obviously, because it was game one. Yeah. Lindholm, Huberdo, and Toffoli. Uh, Toffoli, not great feet. That's in, and he never has. And but that's fine, the thing yeah. he's had is is the shot and he's got two guys there that can distribute pretty well we saw a couple of instances there yesterday with huberdo the vision the yeah. patience certainly on the lindholm goal big time he's sucking everyone in just opening up space for lind he knows what he's doing and he's moving the chess pieces yeah. it's, it's impressive the way he sees the ice i mean how lucky is this fan base you go from gaudreau to huberdo those are two of the best five passers on planet earth like it's it's a treat to watch yeah. these guys create. They just see things before everyone else. That doesn't feel like a line that you're going to have to worry about or that you're going to have to tweak. I, I think no. that, that on it's on not a last lot year's of given line. nights, it's, it's just going to be there for you. Like last year's top line was asked to do everything. It wasn't just offense. It was tough matchups. You had to defend as well. And I'm not suggesting guys don't have to defend, but I think you can shelter this top line with the second and third lines you've got. You can give them softer matchups. You can take them out of the D zone a little more and start them in the offensive zone. And that's not abnormal treatment for a top line. It's just the Flames had a lot of eggs in one basket last year, and they, that line had to do more, or at least they did. It was such an exceptional year. They were the best line in the NHL last year by most metrics. Yeah. You see that second line, Kadri had the slap shot and it goes off of Toffoli's foot on the power play. Man, Japan, he had a bunch of chances. Uh, Dubé scores, right. had that chance kind of cut into the net. Uh, I, I saw that he has uh, for Dubé now, because he had the goal, played 15-58, two minutes and 15 seconds power play on that second power play. This is really an opportunity for him. You know that the Flames would love to add, get, some, get another right winger potentially, or yeah. just another into their top nine but until that happens or maybe if if you want to try and alleviate that need dylan dubay then keep doing what you're doing nine goals in his last 10 regular season games you brought it up uh, yesterday that last year just okay got sent to the press box healthy scratched, yep. came back and he was noticeably more effective to the point where he was producing at a higher rate but it felt like he was snake bitten like you're like, man, he's playing way better than even that, you know, eight points in his last nine games type thing or whatever it was. Like he just couldn't buy a goal, but it, everything was coming. Like in terms of, he was creating chances almost every shift. It felt like he was really what you hoped he could be. He started to show it after that trip to the rafters. We laugh about it. Like, oh yeah, you guys have never been in a rink before. Yeah, we'll yeah. put him in the roof and the changes who they are. Not really, but I mean, it sent a message and for whatever reasons he's been much more consistent he's been his best self since then the, the best talk of his career has been since that yeah and it's and sometimes it's the little things 
what does it what does it mean that he has been the the fittest flame in back to back seasons? Well, maybe nothing, but it shows you he's taken he's taken shit serious. Well, he's dedicated. That's what it tells you, right? You you don't slide into fittest guy on the team yeah. in pro sports without having a serious commitment in the off season. So that's good because he's kind of got he's not overly big, but he's not undersized. No, and he's Daryl noted that post game he's thicker. Yeah. He's got more weight. He's got a better chance to win battles. And that's what they asked him to do this offseason. Well, I saw him over at Tower. Did Tower you? Tower Chrysler yeah, the other okay. day. I was telling you. What's he driving? Really kind of, uh, you, you might mistake one of you know one of us for the other. You and him. Yeah. You know the. You and. And Dubes. Dubes. Yeah. Broad shoulders, upper body, thick, you know. Mm. You got a little more salt in your beard, but otherwise other ringers that, for yeah. each other. Yeah, man, can he? I, I, it's a beard. We see it. Yeah. To to be right there. Yeah. It's like wow. So Rhett's like, upper lip—that's his whole, yeah, yeah. like that kind of foliage. It's it almost kind of falls into you know when the wah, 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 one of the Charlie Brown thing when you're talking to him. It's like yeah, so yeah, good training camp. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing with. Wah, 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 wah. You're just, just staring at it. Oh wow, that thing is unbelievable. Things living in that thing. I bet oh you shaved God, yesterday. Look how quick it's grown. Unbelievable. It's longer now than when the conversation oh started. God, that thing is luscious. <sighs> it's luscious. It's a good one. Oh, yeah. That's a guy I want to see in round three of the playoffs to see how, what kind of an animal he looks like. And because round three would be fun for you know, be, yeah. everyone. Yeah, for whatever. whatever 17th Ave. com is the website, but we would say just go. Just well, go and see. And you know the, the segue you missed. Yeah, yeah. Two of Cochrane's greatest. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> 28 crow, Crowfoot Circle. Open until 6 tonight, Saturday, Sunday. Weather is it? I haven't even looked. Is the weather going to be good this weekend? Because we got to cash yeah. in on this weather. It's been unbelievable well, here in Calgary. Get the barbecue going. And I'm cashing tomorrow with uh, the Calvary's playing the semifinal of the CPL, the old soccer club. Tommy and crew hope, hosting their the jerks from Hamilton Forge. So. Weather's looking pretty good. Anyway, yeah, showed up for our boys. That's right. There it is. Yeah, good of you to. Uh, oh, hey, you're in Calgary. Team. That's right. We got a playoff yeah. game here. Let's go. Uh, coming up, we're going to do our NFL picks. We were saying, don't uh, don't mortgage the house, right? Like, don't go out and oh, there he is. Yeah, don't go it. out and sell your kids and all. Oh, and all this, geez. but we'll do our. Uh, <laughs> Our point spread picks. We should maybe do it now while we have Red. While he's we have here, Red, we, we can before maybe... he's too inebriated. Yeah. Re- while he remembers who's playing who. No, he's, he flip it. The other one. The other one's better, I think. Doesn't it? I don't. Know. Yeah, I like the sideways. There you are. Yeah. yeah, that's better. That looks better, buddy. Yeah. So we're uh, we're in section the jibs. You got to hold it up higher. You got to hold it up. Section two eighteen. It looks like. Oh. So Red, if you're just tuning in, Red's at the Yankee game. He's at Yankee Stadium. He's got his new hat. What that? Uh, what is a, a new hat and a jersey at Yankee Stadium run a guy in U.S. dollars these days? That's the real one? That's not the knockoff? Oh, that's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's his knock. I, uh, I asked, what's the difference between those jerseys? And he's like, about well, 350 So I, I'll take that. Oh. I got the cheap wow. one. The other one was 350 more. Oh, more. Can you hold your... Uh, your... your uh, headphone thing up maybe just a little bit it's a little yeah no, so you uh so you're in section you're in section. give us a like. give us a spin the phone and give us a look there here on youtube on the uh, barn burner let's, let's, 
No, oh, no, you're not. You're Look at, is that Steinberg call. behind you? Look at Steinberg oh, behind back. you. Go back to Pat. Look at Steinberg. Outrageous. Ah. The Calgary Flames are here live from the Saddledome. <laughs> Look at that. To me, look at that day. That's unbelievable. And it was pissing there yesterday. Look at that blue sky. Wow. I think you made the right decision, Rhett. You did. Yeah, your audio's not really good at all. Are we going to be able to do uh, his NFL picks? Do you want to do your picks? Do you even remember what they are? Eagles and the Ravens. Okay, well, that's probably enough. We can All right, well, let's start. Of course, are you going to just take the Bills every weekend, regardless of who they're playing, favorites, the, underdogs? Red. Yeah. yeah. Is that a bad idea? I'll no, I'm just wondering if it is. All right, so so tell us about the Bills. The Bills are favored in the Bills are favored in Kansas City, two and a half point favorites. First time that the Chiefs have been dogs at home in like a billion years in yeah. Mahomes, right? It's under the short week for the uh, Kansas City. Mm -hmm. I suppose they're yeah. in Vegas Dennis. on Monday, right? Yeah. Or no, they're Arrowhead on Monday. Excuse me. They played at home, but they almost lost to the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. The Bills are twice. And the Bills got a little chip on the shoulder. Let's be honest. They've got a. They need to prove something. Got it. Okay, so you've got uh, stunningly. You we can just keep that graphic for every week, bills, and we'll just change. Yeah, the bills should be like we have like a lock on it. Yeah, and it doesn't move. We'll and the just ones change. Below so yeah, it that one rotate. on the left there. Just keep it. Uh, so now the Eagles, you've got they're at home to Dallas on the Sunday nighter. Six and a half Uncle point Darryl favorite. Yeah, Uncle Daryl said the Eagles are good, so I'm going with the Eagles. Okay, Uncle Daryl. Uncle Daryl. Gotcha. And then uh, you've got the Ravens there as well. So you're going all favorites, uh, really going out on a limb there at uh, maybe you'll be at this game. They've got uh, they've got the Giants who are rolling. I'm going with the Ravens. Another big we will be upset because it's not a lot of insight to the betting folks, but I have Lamar in my football fantasy, and I have right. yeah. Great insight. It is really, yeah, that's yeah. what you, you want to in fantasy, so they'll cover the spread. Basing your, your betting on. All right, Rhett. Have a good day, bud. Good to talk to you guys. <laughs> your audio stinks. <laughs> Say hi to Steinberg. Be great if you could join the show Monday. All right, beat hey, it. Man. There he is, Rhett Warner, Yankee Stadium. He gone. He uh, gone. It's a lot. It's, it's uh, perfect, though. That's the life. And to be fair, it's been over a decade of you coming to terms with this. Life's not fair. He's at the Yankees game throwing around hundreds of American dollars on brand yeah. new jerseys to yeah, watch yeah. your favorite team. <laughs> and he might drive to Cleveland on the weekend and go there as a Guardians fan. Yeah. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yeah, you just don't know. It's a, yeah, there's a greater chance that that happens than not happens. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he could go into hostile territory in a Yankees but it's only a few more hundred American to just get the Cleveland Jersey and party with them if they win. So ordinarily we would, what we do with our NFL picks, we'll do our point spread picks on Friday. Yeah. And then we'll go back on Monday just to see how smart we are. Oh, obviously. Right. Just to lay out how people watch sports, but we literally get paid to talk about sports. Think about how much we know. We are smart. The data and the analysis that we factor into these picks. Do you want to do, because we aren't going to be able to use that. No, but we got Rhett's board. We aren't going so to be able to use that on Monday. Back. I wonder why this, the, the audio is so crap there. Well, it's really noisy and it's, yes. that mic just felt overwhelmed. And then but even in the car, signal might not, I thought he sounded okay in the car. Uh, what's interesting is he and I are on the opposite sides of two out of the three. Yeah. I There's a good bet there. If, you know, he was in the country. Yeah, it'd be great. We could someone do something could buy someone it. lunch. Yeah. Chiefs are at home to the Buffalo Bills. This game does mean more to the Bills than it does to the Chiefs. I think that's safe to say. Just because of how last year ended. Bills, they played, uh, you know, tight against Baltimore. They were tight against Miami. I don't think, I think that the public loves the Bills. Everybody loves the Bills. I think whoever comes out of this game, they're going to be the Super Bowl favorite. But you're giving me points at home with Mahomes. I'm going to take them. I'm going to take him every time. I'm taking the Chiefs plus two and a half. What a game this is going to be. I think early in the week, you could have got three. I know it's Friday. We're going to do our picks Friday. But, <clears throat> I mean, that's this is uncharted territory from Mahomes at, at home. You talk about teams that are people are in love with. Everybody loves the Philadelphia Eagles. They're undefeated. Look at Jalen Hurts. This team is... All right, but the Dallas D is legit. This is the toughest test that Jalen Hurts and that offense has faced. The D... Uh, like the number of 20 sacks, they're hitting the QB hits and hurries and all of that. Sacks, they're up there as well. I think that O-line is questionable. I like the six and a half points for the Cowboys to keep it simple. I, there's talk of the baby Dak gets back in. Either way. It's going to be a rush, it sounds like. This feels like, a, this feels like a, a grinder of a game, maybe a field goal in the end. Give me the six and a half plus. I'm taking the Cowboys. And I am also taking Jacksonville. I know they've lost back-to-back games. Last week, though, they lost to Houston, outgained them like by two, 422 yards in offense to 248. 
Um, and I just think the Colts, I, I think they're garbage. They're 2-2-1. Two, two and one. They could be 0-5 real easy. I think Ryan is washed. Yeah, it's I think pretty. it's over. Yeah. Um, I think that the Jags are going to get to him. Five sacks. The last time they met, they were that's what six sacks versus Denver. I know that uh, Taylor is coming back for the offense for the Colts, but I think this is uh, I think this is easy money. This oh, one feels careful, careful. Jacksonville's lost back to back games, but they've been in both of them, and they beat the Chargers three weeks ago. If if they win last week, they're favored in this game on the road. Give me the Jags plus two and a half easy money. Those are my picks. I like it. Okay. Uh, I have had a lot of fun taking very mediocre teams with a ton of points this year. And it has been the season of the upset. There's been a lot of unexpected stuff. Survivor pools. You got more than half the people wiped out in most of them right now. Let's start with the Atlanta Falcons with that hot shot. Rookie wide receiver Drake London getting Five points, four and a half points, maybe five and a half if you're shopping around against the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners, they can play some D, but it's a uh, rather pedestrian offense with Jimmy G. I'm taking Atlanta plus five at home. Home dog with points. We like that. There's a theme here. Also at home, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they finally got into their quarterback of the future. We think. We're starting to see a little more action with Deontay and that rookie wide receiver as well. They're getting eight and a half against a very good Bucks team, but the Bucks got backdoor covered last week and they're on the road here. Atlanta's kind of been a tricky team. I don't want to say they're good, but they've been pretty darn good at covering. I'll take, uh, excuse me, I just said Atlanta. Pittsburgh. Dolphins. Yeah. Pittsburgh are you at all worried that it's, uh, that it's Skylar Thompson or whoever it is, a quarterback for Miami? I'm not sorry. I'm I'm talking wrong games here. I'm all over the map here. So I've got Pittsburgh plus. So eight definitely, and a half. definitely spend a lot of money on on Pinder's picks. <laughs> definitely, I said Pittsburgh's at home to Tampa Bay. I'm taking Pittsburgh plus the points. I got talking about the wrong team. I said Atlanta when I said that earlier. At Carolina nine and a half or ten, depending where you look. Uh, they're at the Rams. I think the Rams are the better team. I think the Rams win. It's going to be PJ Walker in for Carolina, but the Rams are frauds, man. I don't think they cover, and they've been losing and looking bad against decent teams. Stafford's been brutal. Well, the old line's been brutal. Like, who's their running back? They've got one receiver they can trust. I, Rams are frauds. I'll take the points in Carolina. That was a shirt show there. <laughs> well, because I'm looking at the, uh, the graphic as well, and we've got the Steelers at Miami. That's not the game. Yeah, it's the Steelers against Tampa Bay. So there you go. In Pittsburgh. That's right. why you got thrown off. And... That's why, because I'm looking at it. Yeah. We'll be better next week. But but again, my my picks are better than I, uh, I just think I'll, I'm going to blame Princey. Sorry, Princey. Is that, <laughs> Firm but fair. Is that how it is? That seems fair. Yeah. Unless I put it in the chat as Pittsburgh at Miami, then I'm to blame. I think I just said the teams and the points. Because there's been a lot of movement. Because right now I'm looking. It depends where, where you are. Of course, uh, some have Pittsburgh plus, plus eight, plus nine. Eight and a half, I'm seeing some places. And these move throughout the week. We put our picks in last night. Uh, some of the blinds have moved. Some have stayed the same early in the week. We're starting to see a lot of big swings. I think you had three for Kansas City early in the week if you pounced. I think there's some real value this week. Because like I say, I like, I like Jacksonville getting points. Because <sighs> Miami's playing the Vikings. I just can't, I can't put, I can't put money with Kirk Cousins. I can't do it. Why is it? What, what is he playing prime time or is it the, no, the 11 a.m. window? It's, it's 11 a.m. All he does is win. It's the weirdest thing on earth. But yeah, the Dolphins. It's Raheem Mostert now, who looks to be like he's their number one back. 
Edmonds nothing. And I just week. don't. Are you good? Is are you going to be able to get the ball to Hill and Waddle enough with your third stringer? I just don't know. And it's funny because it's like, oh boy, third string, go go pound whoever is playing them. Well, it was the third stringer New England that routed their opponents at home last week. I mean, it's a weird league, right? Packers are seven and a half point favorites at home against the Jets. The Jets have been okay. Yeah, pretty good. But the Packers coming off that loss over in Jolly Old England last week. Back-to-back New York teams? Mm -hmm. That'd be something. So I kind of like the Jets there a little bit. And the Monday nighter, uh, I'll tell you this. I'm a Chargers guy. This is the type of game they struggle with. Did you see them almost charger away a victory last week against Cleveland? It's in their blood, right? There was like 12 seconds left, and rather than punt it, they're like, no, no, we're going to go for it on fourth down. You're like, what are you doing? Luckily, Cleveland missed the kick for the Chargers, but they just, fourth down, something goes squirrely with their head coach, Staley. Um, but the Broncos. I like the garbage. Broncos at the points. They're awful, but it's the type of game, like the Jacksonville Jaguars blew the doors off the Chargers. There's no, this is a divisional game. I, I would take Denver in the points, even as a Chargers fan. What's happened? Because you look around the league right now, and we'll get back to uh, to the Flames and, and the other stuff here in a minute. But you, <laughs> Russell Wilson, huge sign, the, the the huge deal. Yep. Let's let's ride. Uh, they fought Denver. Finally got their quarterback. Billion. And that offense, that team, it's anemic. Is is brutal. It's gross. We talked about Stafford and the Rams. You thought, are they going to even take another step this year after? Mm. If it's not Cooper Cup, there's not much happening. What was the what was the shirts they wore at the Super Bowl? It was like bleep them picks, yeah. like because they traded so many draft picks. You're starting to see that on the Rams. It's like, oh, they're not able to replace older guys, or you know, they're just. This is what happens when you go chips in. Is you get old real quick, and in this league, especially quickly. There's some uh, there's some stinky quarterback play. Yeah. And well, like, when Geno Smith is what, like a top well, I was gonna five say, or seven quarterback at, in the league? What's, you'd look at Geno Smith, it's like, no, he's been good. Goff's been pretty good. Goff's outplayed Stafford this year, is that fair to say? Brady has not been very good. Yeah. Pickett with the Steelers, you know what's going on in Atlanta. Yeah. I'm not sure about Wilson with the Jets. Yeah, they just... Well, Flacco looked okay for a bit there, You're too. going third stringer with New England. You're going third stringer with uh, with Miami. Gross. I tell you, and it's this is this is the week though. We've been talking about this game that uh, you and Red are both on, Chiefs Mm -hmm. and Bills, since the schedule came out. Marquee matchup. We remember how last season ended for the Bills. It was the back and forth in overtime. You score, we score, you score. We like it was incredible. That's that's the game of the week. That's going to be yeah, awesome. One of these teams, obviously, you assume comes out with a victory here, barring something stupid. Are they the prohibitive favorite? Is that your Super Bowl favorite? Or if the Eagles win and remain unbeaten, are they in that conversation just by default? Well, that's a good question. I don't know about the pathway. I mean, the thing about the the Chiefs and the Bills is they probably meet again, right? I don't know who else in the NFC is. Like Philly might have a smoother road, but it's just a league where if you start talking about who's going to win the Super Bowl week two, three, and four, it's so many injuries and things. It's... Like everyone loved Miami after they beat the Bills, and now it's oh, now they're on their third stringer. Like, who's Miami's dead? Who cares about Miami, right? That's how quickly it changes. The Bills were almost two and two with how close things were, for despite all the hype and all oh, they're going to win it. Yes, I think the, the winner of this game is your Super Bowl favorite, but it just Josh Allen goes down, Patrick Mahomes go down. Like 
they're just another team. If you want to uh, jump in on the show, our YouTube, uh, we are live on YouTube, as we've been saying, go there, subscribe and like, you know, just give us five stars. Come on, give us, uh, give us some of that. I love how Pinder went from the guy you roll your eyes at when they talk flames to he's awesome and relatable. So okay. your flames takes are garbage. Is that what I, I don't know if he's starting on Tuesday or if this is going way back like a decade, but, um, there's been a lot of takes over a decade in this city. I'd yeah. say. Oh, there's some dead uh, on and some incredibly egregious. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Walker, of course, who has uh, the successful podcast, The Hedge. Yes. Is it, right. Up, uh, up Love in the Edmonton. Hedge. Can't wait for these picks taking notes. He uh, he's a sharp. Just ask him. Yeah. He'll tell you. Well, and I, I'm not trying to pretend how I know the things are go, but I do look at, OK, where is tickets versus money? If there's a big gap, follow the people smarter than you are. So I'm not a sharp, but I'll, if, if you can see where the sharps are betting, go bet there. All these now, again, if you're a Walker, or sorry, a Warner at the Yankees game, all these dummies at Yankee Stadium have no clue they're walking past a Flames legend. Yeah, I don't think I they didn't, care. I didn't know Lanny was at the Yankees game. And I don't, uh, to, do, do Yankees fans know who the Flames are, to be fair? <laughs> the fourth biggest sport in New York? I'm not yeah. sure, yeah. Guy spent his NHL contract money on $2 headphones. Yeah, we got to get you guys some headphones for your, uh, for your phones because you don't. I need a jack. Don't you it. have, but do, do you not have like wireless headphones that you use to listen to stuff in your phone? They're awful because the mic for them is bad. But I, my home setup with these, yeah, yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. I'm a, an adapter away, so I got to just do it. <laughs> emergency podcast got to be ready he can buy the jersey but no airpods there's true correct yeah it's also yeah. noisy you forget you walk into those places there's you know loud hip-hop playing people are buzzing it was not uh, the ideal setup that's not a studio he's in that is bunk and chicken bleep that steinberg has a doppelganger in the bronx that's i just think that's great you know i think that's great patty got to the ball game uh do we need to get a GoFundMe to get retro a new set of airpods it's a lot of that. It's a lot. He's of that. in the Bronx. He's not going to get perfect service. Come on. Really? I don't know. You, you can't get good service in New York City. I just don't. Don't you find when you're at stadiums, like even if it's the Dome or wherever, there's just there's 20,000 phones in like yeah. four city blocks. I feel like it's just like, why is this taking so long? Now, we talked about this on the show, and this is, I, I feel for, uh, I feel for Alex and, and for uh, Princey here because I'm just flying by the seat of our pants. I found that picture. We talked yesterday with Sarah Valley about the Mike Smith because everybody, <laughs> now that we're on video and on YouTube, people are seeing you. I think people knew what you looked like, but now they're seeing you on a daily basis. And the comparables to Mike Smith, a guy who you absolutely dragged every chance you could get for years. And still will, yeah. And still will. <clears throat> that it's, uh, I don't know if it's ironic or or appropriate it, it, i don't know what it is but you do resemble him a great deal and i said that there somewhere was a photo <laughs> and i found it and it's now up there on our youtube uh on youtube live credit due to marty rose which yeah, yeah. is a uh, alias on twitter of a, a big fan of our show over the years that uh, came up with this and is a great follow on the twitter old marty rose marty rose, marty rose. it's a collage of mike smith faces Heads. yeah and Somewhere in there is a Ryan Pinder. That's just correct. Snuck yeah. in. Is there only one? There's one. Okay. But I, I posted this back when Marty threw it on the internet. 
and people were circling them with like their little, you know, cut yeah, and paste yeah. app and on the phone and posting it back. Like, that's the one, that's the one. And like three out of four were wrong. <laughs> I know people that have met me get it right. But the people that are like, don't, and they've only seen pictures. They're like, Oh no, it's this guy here. No, that's not, that's Mike Smith. <laughs> So, so I don't want to ruin it for people. Maybe and, and to be fair, like the hair's long now. It's never been this long. You've never had ever. it that long. Like, yeah. and it's usually Afro and it's got to the point where it's so long now it's fallen down. I'm sitting here looking at you right now. Yeah. And I'm not sure which one it is. It's I a little thought, lighter in the mustache than I am. I thought it was the one with the toque, but I don't, that's not. It's not. That's toque. not it. It's not the toque. <laughs> go to our uh, the one with the coyotes hat is also not fair that's not me and it's super shaded that would be mean you see the one like lower middle yeah there we are that's perfect there you go yeah there it is i gotta like look up the camera yeah i like that a lot Somebody, i like that a lot it's quite a plot twist if you've listened to the show and then you're like oh my god he looks like the guy he mm -hmm. drags all yeah. the time <laughs> Now, if, if you go and sh get, have a shave, like if, and at some point you're going to get a haircut and a shave and then you look yeah. like Brower or Chris Russell, it, that it would, would be, be great. Funny. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be and, awesome. And to be fair, like people that know Mike and met Mike and his family, apparently a lovely guy. Just, I've heard just, nothing but, <laughs> I've what, heard nothing what, but Once he things, ruined yeah, yeah. Jerome McGinley retirement night for me against the Minnesota Wild with a eight second salute behind the net, like I was done. That's yeah. it. People are now... Uh, He's got a longer face. Is it the cowboy hat? Is it the toque? Is See, it, no one knows. Is it the? It's beautiful. Is it the one to the left of the Mike Smith uh, in the Oilers hat? We, we, we'll get to it at some point. Yeah, maybe by the end of the it's, show you'll reveal. I like it. It's kind of okay. like a Where's Waldo. Uh, back Poor to, people on the podcast. Yeah, you know, exactly. Just what the hell exactly. Are you if you want to go back, you can obviously we've got it on demand wherever you get your podcast, your Spotify, Google. Apple and all that sort of thing. And uh, thanks to everybody who has been a part here of week one. Tuesday was rocky. The last three days, we've been working things out. We still have a, I don't like to say a long way to go, but there is, there's some things that we're going to improve by next week. There's going to be more done here at the studio. Yep. I think it's going to change a little bit. More segments coming. We're tweaking now. We had to get off the ground. Now we can tweak. And right? the, the popularity, the support that we've seen, not only on YouTube, but the downloads and uh, just sponsorship out in the community. We've been having a bunch of uh, a bunch of meetings, and it's overwhelming, man. That people would uh, would support us. There's no big brand behind this. This is not you're not getting on board with some huge conglomerate. You're joining the three donkeys mm -hmm. on the internet. Yeah, and the support's been wild, and uh, so can't thank everybody enough. That we got Tower Dodge and Bonton and Hope Street coming on. Everybody, uh, South Street Burger, all of that. And there's going to be, like you say, there's going to be more coming, but. It's it kind of means a lot because they are just saying we like you guys, we like the product, let's go. So that's awesome. It makes us feel good. Yeah, and I don't feel good about anything. I, that's to, I for you my, to feel good. I hate myself. I hate everything. So to feel good about something. I mean, that's really saying something. Yeah, it's new. It's a new thing entirely. We need the Kramer gif now where he's smoking as he chugs a beer. Here's to feeling good all the time. Hope Street, hopestreet.ca locations in Vancouver, Edmonton, and Calgary. They will make renting your property an absolute breeze. They do all the heavy lifting. They do all the hard work. Perfect. They've been doing it for years and years. Hopestreet.ca. Ask Rhett came through yesterday, and there were some uh, some gems that kind of took uh, took hold on, it, on the internet yesterday. We get a lot. So to sift through and find different topics, good. But there's also some gems that are evergreen that's like, 
we could ask that question in a yeah. week, a month, a year, and it's people are going to fall out of their chairs. And we got a few in the holster for next week already. Already, safe to yeah. Say. Yeah. yeah, already. Going back to the to the Flames game from last night, they open the season, they get a win on home ice against the Colorado Avalanche, five to three. We talked earlier about uh, Daryl Sutter milestone win for him, seven hundred. 700 it was also a milestone in terms of games and it's time passes you, you kind of say oh yeah years and years and years and you go back well oh four and that and you just that was a long time ago for michael backland game 827 whoa moving him past robin regeer into third all time third all time he's now Holy. shy of uh so 827 leaves him behind mark giordano with 949 and jerome mcginla 1219 two years left on his deal. So that's theoretically another 150 games. Another if he's healthy. He has been durable of late. It, that might be the biggest plot twist of it all. Cause you know, you and I had a, a famous tete a tete like eight years ago. What is he, what's he going to be? And, and it wasn't just us. It was the fan base. The hockey world was like, what are you? And some of the numbers indicate he might be able to be this really great defensive centerman. And other times you're like, well, you're hurt too much. And I don't know that, we're going to be able to count on you. Maybe you're playing in another league. That was sort of the, the range of opinions on him. He's been really durable since a really crappy run of health where it was like abdominal stuff and just tweaks that wouldn't go away. Um, well, remember the one year he broke his pinky. It was finally. And that just makes people guess. angry because the word pinky makes you sound soft. Right. It's, it's a broken just, it thing. It's just one of those things like this guy's never going to be able to be healthy. I remember yeah. Jay Feaster used the whistling by the graveyard analogy that uh, this is pretty much. Here we are shit or get off the pot for Michael Backlund and it, he could always skate but he was you know soft perimeter intimidated scared you yeah. could tell he didn't feel comfortable in his own skin he and was probably overwhelmed by some of the veteran presence that would have been in that first room. round tag and pressure we've yeah. seen that with a lot of players in this so league. If, if you're a first round draft pick and we tell you a year or two or three and it's going to be a good third line center well that's a blown pick it you, feels like no it. one wants that right I mean, so I think that you get past all of that and he obviously got more mature he got a little bigger i think he's gone to the dirty areas a lot more regularly he certainly he's, has he's not afraid of scrums as much and when were the was the biggest moment of the season last year it was that oilers series he was their best forward and that's he's not been, saying a lot because you wanted better players to be their best forward but it's been a few years now where he's showing up in big spots he's not uh wilting under the bright lights here and the other thing that he's proven to, he's always been reliable defensively and good yeah. in the dot but we have seen numerous times i'm going to say over the fat the past five years where he has made people better yes that there was been, always the case with the the shot metrics because he's such a responsible defensive player you just spend more time on the other end because he's making smart plays that you don't get hemmed in and we talked about what and I, and I know it was one of those the things. The back one that, bump was that, what we called yeah, it like that, five that, years ago. Kent Wilson, who used to write for Flames Nation, always talked about that, that sort of effect, right? That the coaches or even some of the, the management would have to talk to Michael because he would get somebody on his line and they would succeed and then they would be elevated, but yeah. he would kind of stay where he's at. It's not... It, don't take it as a shot. Don't take it as an insult. It's, it should be a badge of honor. I know yeah. it's hard that you're probably never going to be the number one center and these other guys are elevating and getting paid because of it. Manjapani, I guess, would be the, the latest yeah. example of that. Yeah. But the fact that he's a center that makes other people better, there's a lot of really good players in the league, but the knock is that they don't do that. He's done it for a long time. Though. It's a great spot for him this year. If he's your number three center, we always said it. It's finally happened. You're deep down the middle. And it feels like 
you're not going to be disappointed with 14 to 17 goals so much as like that's our third line center. If you're a fan, you're thinking how many other teams third line center can do what he does away from the puck. And and it was always like, if he just scored a little more, he's a number two center. That's all gone. Yeah. Like he's slotted very nicely to have success. They got two, that second and third line. You look at them right now. Those are two lines that I think you're really comfortable playing against anyone five on five. And Dara loves, He's always talked, and we have for years too, but it's you, you get your pairs. And yeah. for a long time, it was Goodrow and Monaghan or whatever it is. And Daryl's talked about it for already. Leak and Backlund was yeah. on forever, right? Backlund, Coleman. Yeah. Those two guys are going to be yep. joined yep. at the hip. When Manjapani was with them last year, they were great. I thought it really helped swing momentum in that Dallas series. Um, it, they really weren't together much after they got to Foley. And I feel like this lineup's a better fit for Foley too. Where they played Toffoli last year, he didn't have good distributors around him. Manjapani is a go-to-the-net, short distance from his stick to the net when he shoots, guys. He's not a setup man. That doesn't yeah. mean he can't pass. It's just not what he's great at. He is now playing on the same line as their best passer. I know it maybe doesn't feel like a, a top-line winger, but I like the fit of his skills with Huberto's. And I guess this is probably a good segue into the Oilers game tomorrow. You're deep down the middle. You've got a really deep blue line. You've got goaltending. This is how this team has been built. I, I don't think it's a coincidence. You, they had to deal with McCarr and McKinnon. But if you could always have Backland, Lindholm, or Kadri on the ice when McDavid and Drysaddle are there, whether together or separated, you can do that. And it, so, it probably sounds like a stupid thing to say, but the addition of Nazem Kadri, you're bringing in Kadri and all that he gives you. But that was part of it. it. Michael Backlund should be better situated, even more with the addition of Kadri. 100%. So you're not just adding Kadri. It's it's how it's going to make slotting, baby. The slotting. It's the Lubo thing. Yeah, slotting. Because you're right. There's a lot of teams, and this was one of those teams where that where's that drop off? Yeah. And it's it's not as drastic as it was for years here. Yeah. It's never been this good down the middle in this iteration of the team. I mean, you probably have to go back to the early 90s when you have three centers this competent and all three of them 200-foot players. And you had some guys playing center who you knew weren't centers. Well, Bennett couldn't figure it out at center here. Monaghan. Monaghan wasn't a center by the end of it or was only a fourth-line center. He played his way down. Obviously, good yeah. reasons for that. Um, it's If you look at their top four defense and those top three centers, that's where the depth is really, I think, going to help them in the postseason a ton. It's just you're not going to freak out if either of the top two pairings are on the ice or any of those top three lines defensively. They're really, really sound. Last night was quite a night for Rasmus Anderson. Okay. 25 minutes and six seconds of ice time. One goal, one assist. Five minutes, 21 seconds on the power play. And we've had the conversation on air, if you want to call it, off air, that you would love Rasmus Anderson to take that next step and be your power play quarterback, or at least to be the the defenseman who is on that number one power play and and make it better. Yeah, and we've been waiting. Been waiting. He's now, done it his one, whole career, right? right? It's one night, but I thought he was terrific last night, and I thought he made strides in that department last year as well. If there was a knock midway through last year about the club that had a phenomenal season and career years everywhere, they didn't have a power play quarterback. We're waiting for Rasmus, waiting for I think he's he, he's always been that guy. And people forget in the AHL, he put up points. He had the hardest shot in the American Hockey League. Like these are offensive defensemen things we're talking about. Mm -hmm. 
It's taken him a while to evolve offensively in the NHL, but the tools have always been there. It's the type of player he's always been. And I look, I don't think Daryl is so out of the box that he's going to roll five forwards on a power play. And that's sort of where things are going. It used to be 2D and it's like, well, hang on. More forwards is better, Mm -hmm. especially PP1. We don't worry about the power play ending. Power play two, you want 2D. I get it. But that was the one area you're like, what are they missing? I don't know they have a pure power play defenseman. Rasmus can be that guy. Uyghur never really had the chance in Florida because it was Ekblad's responsibility. Doesn't have, doesn't have a ton of power play minutes. And Hannafin, for whatever reason, all those tools, it just doesn't work. It was kind of like watching TJ Brody on a power play. You're like, it's just, it's, it's, you can watch the hamster run as he's decision making like, faster. Let's go. And you know what? I think that's a good comparable, at least it's in terms of the power play, because Brody, skilled, good feet, good hands, yeah. but doesn't have a shot. And I don't think you fear Noah Hannafin's slap shot. Rasmus Anderson has a great shot. He's got a bomb. I yeah. think there's a, I think, I think between his hands, his vision, his mobility, plus the shot, make him, you want, you would think that's, that's who you want to be. Yeah. And since Giordano left, you didn't really have that. And it's only a couple of years, yeah. but man, if you can now just let Hannafin and Uyghur be on that second power play and just yeah. do their own thing. It's yeah. kind of like the back and thing. Just the slotting, slotting is better. Yeah. And speaking of you, that, you wonder offensively and it's not all the things that you focus on, but what kind of an, a year offensively could Rasmus have yeah. if this works? Cause, and yeah. then on the other side, they have, uh, they have Huberto working the point on yep. the power play. Yep. Pretty responsible guy there too. Those wow. two could help each other. Great, right? great skill set for the power play. Obviously elite passer. Um, their top pair last year was Anderson Hannafin. That could be their second pair this year. You talk about slotting and pushing people down the lineup. And I sort of see it as a top four, not a huge gap between, a Uyghur Tanev and Anderson Hannafin, but the Anderson Hannafin pair had a very rough series against Edmonton as a lot of teams do against Edmonton. Like we, we get it. There's a lot of weapons there, but, and, and then look, it's not just about Edmonton. They're playing there tomorrow. If you're listening to this, it might be game day. Like that's the next game, but Shillington isn't even here. He was a top four defenseman last year. Like this group is so much deeper here and that doesn't mean they're going to win or anything, but it's another area where you're like all these tweaks have, have they might not be as top heavy but the depth shows up like literally the top pair is the second pair yeah i and you're back to another spot with Uyghur, and i think last night was a very good example he's an adventure you love a lot of a lot of what he brings but there's going to be some mistakes that have you pulling your hair out who better than chris tanev mm-hmm. to be that guy 100 he was in vancouver he was with shillington yeah. and you feel like he's going to be again for Uyghur, even though Uyghur's more a more established you know yeah he's closer to 30 he's not, was, he's not or, quinn hughes or yeah. oliver shillington uh and and for Uyghur, a lot of the metrics people look at that are much smarter than us in terms of measuring defensemen it's like okay how do you do on preventing zone entries so when someone's coming at you. Can you force them to dump it where you got a way better chance of getting the puck back? Or can you like disrupt a pass? Don't let them carry it in. If someone carries it in, there's a way higher chance of a goal happening. Excellent at that. The other end is great as well in terms of gaining the zone, whether it's a pass from him or carrying it in. Those metrics love Uyghur, but both of those things come from being aggressive. If you're going to force someone to do something five feet from the blue line, you're going to get walked every once in a while. It's going to look ugly, but over the course of a hundred attempts to get in the zone, he's one of the best defensemen in the league at not allowing it to happen. You're gonna have to dump it or I'm gonna force you to turn it over. What it's kind of that risk yeah. reward thing. And I, I, I wonder how it plays out with Sutter. 
like in terms of zone entries, like he's great at preventing them. That's a, that's a really, really amazing thing that the analyst community pointed out immediately that he's included in this deal too. It's not just Huberto, a prospect and a first, like, whoa. And I think that people, when, when both of those deals were signed, you heard it with all of them, Huberto, you heard it with Kadri. And, and it's not that it isn't legit, but in some ways it's, it's just the way you have to get deals done. They're too long. Yep. And, and I think you you pump truth serum. You probably wouldn't even have to. You just get him no. away from a microphone. Trey Living's going to tell you, yeah, they're too long. Well, he'd but- tell you that about the Coleman deal too, but it's like we need this player and we're competitive. Like if you're the Arizona Coyotes, don't sign these deals. That's idiotic. If you're even a fringy team like Vancouver, it's like, eh, careful here. I mean, they're living through some of the bad ones now in terms of what they had to do to get rid of the last year of Erickson and other things like that. But when you're in a competitive window, who cares what it looks like in five years? And the more we talk to people and look at this roster, the more everyone seems to agree. This is a three to five year window they have. Yeah. It's, and it's, Rhett's, oh, what about Colorado? What about Edmonton? There's always good teams. There's always superstars on other teams. There's never a year where a conference is wide open. It just doesn't work that way. There's too many good teams, too many good players. But if they look anything like they did last night, one game, like they're one of the contenders in the West. And what did Colorado lose over last season? Their second line center is going to be new hook or comfort. That, that's not that yeah, no yeah. one is a cadre there. So you've got an edge there. Now you don't have a Nathan McKinnon. You don't have Kale McCarr, but the gap is closed in at least a couple measured areas there. Their goaltender. We don't know. We certainly know more about Markstrom than we do Georgiev. Right. And that's like, yes, Colorado's good. Defending champs four to one to win the cup at Betway, like favorites to win the cup. They're not as good as last year on paper. And we'll see who they add. You know, Edmonton, I still think could have a monster year. I don't love Jack Campbell, but I do think that Jay Woodcroft was the right guy for that team. The way they played since he arrived after Tippett was totally different. And they weren't bleeding chances or trading chances. That's scary. But why not the Flames? If you start looking around the 16 teams in the West, they're one of the heavies, man. It looks like it. I I really think so. What is this game tomorrow night going to be like? It's going to be wound up. So good. And what's unusual, it's the only game at Edmonton this year in the Battle of Alberta. I know. Until the playoffs. Right. <laughs> it just feels like we're going to get them every year now, right? Yeah. Like we're now, it's like now the 1980s again, and it's Smythe Division. Every year we're going to see Calgary Edmonton, which I think is great for hockey. And I think the hockey community thought True Living did a wonderful job this summer, but also everyone was in the back of their heads thinking, oh yeah, Battle of Alberta is still right in its prime. Yeah. Let's see how... Caudry inserts himself because he missed a bit of that series yeah. of two others, right? And uh, and I never thought about it until it was brought up. You remember it was Evander Kane who hit him in the playoffs and ended until he came back. But yeah, he he that's how he There's sustained that injury. There. So the, I I would say don't go after Evander Kane, but I do think that there will be some. I don't there, I don't think that he's going to struggle getting into the the fabric no. of it. That whole second line, they're all buzz saws. Like they're all that aren't shying away away from contact tough areas um like, I, I really like that second group yeah and the oilers learn more about the top too, line right? but that second line i think is like yeah that's i like that a lot they'll be filled with confidence yeah going into that one tomorrow. and look it's it's been what do they call it like the decade of darkness in edmonton or whatever like it's been a lot of losing a lot of lottery wins and a lot of not season wins they finally come out of it with these two superstars there's three years left dry saddle and mcdavid before the deals are up. Three on dry saddle, four on McDavid, I believe. It's 
this is the window and the flames window lines up right with it. I think it's going to be a magical couple of years here for these two teams against each other and the, and the, and the best rivalry in the sport. Now, obviously depending on when you let you, you, know, you listen to this, it's going to be probably, you know, if it's on demand, you, you're going to know, but I can tell you right now, our friend Rhett, the huge Yankee fan right. that yeah. he is yeah. at Yankee stadium today. It is two nothing Yankees early. They are in the second. How many beers? Uh, three, three. Yeah, because those are the tall. Two so runs, three beers. Yeah, and earned beers. He's yeah. very so he'll be very excited. He'll be very excited. Does I mean, he go to Cleveland? I feel like because they traveled to New York, they that may he might not be up for another trip. But I mean, there's another two rounds of playoffs, and he's a three hour drive from Cleveland, a short flight from New York. The Phillies are in the mix. That's not too far away. Like, there's a lot of baseball in his part of the world all of a sudden. Thanks to everybody, as we said earlier, for jumping on. If you've been watching, if you've been listening, downloading, uh, we it's week one. We got a lot of things in the chamber. We got a lot of exciting and fun stuff coming. I know we, people always say that, but we, we're we very excited about Barnburner. We're all in on this thing, and we hope that you people are too. And to, uh, to Alex and to Princey and to the Wolverine and to everybody with the nation network for, for what they've been doing to help us get this thing off the ground. We do appreciate it. We'll be back next week. The Pinder report is back. Pinder report is back. The Pinder we report. will unveil a new sponsor. So you want to, what happened in the world of sports with just a heavy, heavy dose of smarm attitude and arrogance Monday. It's what you do best. Yeah. <laughs> it's what you do best. You've cornered the market. So have a great weekend, everybody. We're back on Monday from the uh, from the Tower Chrysler Studios here in Marlope. That's going to do it for uh, for today's program. Oilers Nation every day is coming up next on YouTube. See you, buddies.